In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of April 18th, we had the latest on Farm Bill Talk. Well, as budget pressures increase, so does the scrutiny of Farm Bill program spending. But despite this, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says he's sticking with his original decision to not present Congress with a 2012 USDA Farm Bill proposal. Because that hasn't been particularly successful in the past. In fact, the Secretary says... The last effort by the previous administration at writing the Farm Bill was a disaster. I mean, it just didn't work at all. We were two vetoes. We We want to be a collaborative process. We raise questions, we provide assistance, we provide focus, we provide direction, but we're not going to tell Congress what to do because Congress at the end of the day writes the Farm Bill, and we must respect that, and I do. Vilsack reiterates that he believes the best way to approach the 2012 Farm Bill process, which has already begun, is to let Congress know about ideas and programs the administration considers important. And provide the technical assistance for the policymakers to be better educated about those areas. And we wrapped up our coverage of the legislative session. Well, the gavel has sounded on Georgia's 2011 legislative session, and Georgia Agribusiness President Brian Toller informs us of where some key issues ended up, starting with tax reform. They weren't able to get the data together to show the fiscal impact uh, when the tax cuts we put in place and how the new tax code would work for Georgians. But what they're going to do is hold off on it. The General Assembly will be back in August for a special session for redistricting. And uh, we're hoping that the governor will add the tax reform measure to their call. And as for the big issue this session? The immigration legislation underwent several changes in the last week. Uh, We were optimistic we could get the E-Verify portion taken out totally. But at the end of the day, it was watered down significantly. Toller says the implementation of the E-Verify portion will not happen until 2013. So there's time for the General Assembly to learn more about what the impacts will be and so we could have some more changes in that legislation uh, in the years ahead. And with Livestock News, Randall Weisman had this. Even with exports declining month to month for four straight months, U.S. farmers are still racking up big trade surpluses. And when it comes to beef, the latest USDA export forecast indicates we'll be nearing the levels back in 2003. We're estimating that 2011 will be back to 2.475 billion pounds. We're getting close to that 2.5 billion number that we had prior to the BSE episode. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chair Jerry Bangi said getting back to this point was due to efforts by those in the beef industry and USDA. It's been hard to get back. I think the department has done a wonderful job with regard to the various trade issues that make tremendous headway. So with beef exports expected to near that 2.5 billion pound figure, Bangy looks at USDA's forecast for the other meat exports this year, starting with pork. We're looking at 4.675 billion pounds. That's up 11 percent from 2010. But when it comes to broilers... With regard to broiler exports would be off at 6.55 billion pounds, down about 3.3 percent to be exact. There are some issues out there with regard to that. We, of course, have a smaller TRQ to Russia. Russia has been restrictive in terms of the imports, and there's also been some duty issues with China that has reduced our exports there. But, Bangy said overall, we're looking at a very strong export picture as the total meat export figure is now at 14.4 billion pounds. That's up nearly 3 percent from last year. And we'll wrap up for this week with a profitable Everett Griner. Keep reading these reports about how pleased farmers are with those high commodity prices. Farmers I know are, in fact, delighted with $600 a ton peanuts and a dollar and a quarter a pound for cotton. But what the public is not aware of is there's a big difference in the level of commodity prices and commodity profits. Compare today's commodity prices to those of 1995. Then compare the cost of a bag of peanut seed to 1995. A ton of fertilizer back then cost about $100. A 
closer to $700 a ton now. And if a farmer has to replace a piece of equipment today, uh-uh. Yeah, some farmers make money. Some always have. Some always will. But commodity prices are set mostly by demand. Uh, and, of course, traders on the commodity exchanges, not by farmers. Prices are high. But profits are mostly based on how good a crop you make. What's $6 a bushel corn if a drought takes your crop? Yeah, farmers are happy about high commodity prices. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.